Hello again, Cinema 7 listeners. This is Editor-in-Chief Mary Bakari once again to update you that we have fixed the mic issue in this latest episode. But if you haven't heard our review of Hell or High Water between me and Chris Hawk, Fire and Ice, go back to listen to episode 14, Brotherly Love. Like I said before in the video, there Podcast. is some echoing, but... Um, it's not too bad. I believe that you can get through it, and it's a very enjoyable and very passionate episode. So uh, give that a chance. And once again, as always, thanks for uh, watching with us. Thank you for exploring, and uh, hope you enjoy. Cinema Seven. Welcome to Cinema 7. we got a special episode for you today. Um, we're going to be talking about Blair Witch, but I'm joined here not by Chris Hawk, not by Josh Haddix, but by the... Not by Crash. Crash is here, though. But by the beer money himself, George Glyke. What's up? First time on Cinema 7. See, anybody is that is usually not on the potty, is still part of Cinema 7. We got Joey was on Cinema 7. He's technically part of Cinema 7. Uh, John Kenoki's part of Cinema 7. George Beermoy's part of Cinema 7. Even though I know you say that uh, movies aren't your thing. They're really not. But uh, today we're going to talk about uh, Blair Witch because uh, me, George, and a uh, friend Alberta the other night went to go see the uh, I would I don't know if it's a reboot or a sequel. I say it's more of a sequel, right? Yeah, that's that's what I would classify it as. It's definitely more of a more follow of a, up. Yeah, more of a follow up because it kind of has. It definitely follows more of the first one, I think. In uh, yeah, I'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll we get can, into we it. We can get into that a little yeah. bit later. But first up, we got some news. And uh, we just looked these up, actually, <laughs> and I just showed George some of them. So uh, apparently uh, there's a Ghost in the Shell logo for the movie, and there's some teasers. Now, George, we've already talked about Ghost in the Shell a little bit, like uh, me and Chris Hawk and Josh, and uh, mostly me and Chris Hawk. But um, what's your opinion from what you saw from these teasers? Because you, you didn't really know much about it. You didn't know I... it was happening. Yeah, because Ghost in the Shell has always been one of those, oh, it's there, but what is it? And yeah. I, I didn't really uh, have enough interest to uh, want to go out and find out what it is exactly. But uh, from those teasers, I think they they released way too many. They could have yeah. just smushed them all together and made their trailer. Yeah. It's like, it's just a giant, it's just like a scene or like five seconds of a scene. And then it just goes, goes to show. And it's, it looks like, I don't know if I'm really supposed to say this, but the uh, main character being played by Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, what do you think? Uh, she's definitely attractive, but I think with going with her. Yeah. 
they're probably going for more of a sex appeal. Yeah. Type thing. They definitely should have went more like. Are you are you trying to say maybe they should have went with someone more like Asian or? Yeah. Yeah. Just because you're trying to make a live action anime movie. Yeah. It was made in Japan, so you should probably keep like a more Japanese. Yeah, most definitely cast. But um, that's Hollywood for you. True that. True that. Spoken. True spoken words by. Beer. Money. But uh, other news, uh, the John Wick 2 director said that there's going to be twice as much, twice as more action. And uh, Is that even possible? Yeah. <laughs> we were like, what? <laughs> like, I mean, um, <coughs> the first one's like nonstop. So like. It, it, so what, like, the way I read that is, it's like the first movie was like, what, an hour and a half minus the credits? Yeah, something like that. And it was like an hour and a half of nothing but action. Yeah. So what do they do? Just make it a two-hour movie and add another <laughs> half hour worth of action? Maybe. Or maybe they make it... Uh, three hours three because hour. an hour and a half yeah, is double. It's twice. Mm-hmm. I would be okay with that. John Wick... I'm not a huge fan of Keanu Reeves. I'm not. But John Wick is definitely on my like top ten list. You like John Wick? Oh, yeah. John Wick was pretty good. It was. It was definitely. It was surprisingly good. It was definitely a George Clark movie. And uh, the other thing, the last bit of news we're going to talk about is uh, George just saw. Um, or these the the posters were released about yesterday or maybe the day before, but I just showed George. But there are the uh, Power Rangers posters. I remember growing up with Power Rangers when I was like a little kid. Yeah, I was like knee high to a grasshopper. Looking back, I'm like, what? What did I see in that show? Like, it, yeah. was, it was just so bad, it's just so awful. It's like Americans trying to be Japanese. It's. It, I think now it's more of a nostalgia thing. Yes, most but definitely. The thing of it is, I saw those posters, and I'm like, if the uh, film quality is anything like these posters, yeah, it might be worth a look because they they look pretty fucking legit. Sorry. No, it's all good. Okay, cause I'm used to I'm used to audio gasm where I, where I can just say whatever I want. Yeah, George is on uh George has his own other podcast which I help him with. Um, it's called Audio Gasm. Also on iTunes and SoundCloud, you can check that out. But um, do it. So does it make you pumped for Power Rangers? A little bit. I wouldn't or, say pumped. interested. Interested, yes. Pumped. No. All right. Because I mean. Yeah, you kind of. I, I never, it. I never grasp onto any kind of feelings of nostalgia. Yeah, it's like I mean, it's basically what Hollywood's going for now. Yeah, and a prime example is that Star Wars movie, The uh, Force to- Awakens. Yeah. So you you so what are you trying to say? Like, cause they brought back like Han and yeah, Leia. Yeah, because uh, Han, Leia, even Luke made an appearance. Chewie. Yeah. And I remember being in the theater, and any time one of the older characters showed up, the audience went nuts. Nuts. Yeah. It was like, especially when R2 came up, and I'm like, I gotta ask myself, do half of these people even know what they're cheering for? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure they don't... There there were a couple people who, I swear, had never seen a Star Wars movie before Probably overdid it. Yeah. They they probably never saw 
Star Wars back in the day. They probably just know about it because their parents were big into Star Wars. Yeah, or maybe like a significant other or something. Yeah. And they're like, oh my god. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We've seen him in six other movies, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's just... I don't know. I, I see I don't what you're really saying. I see what you're saying. Work. Also, with the whole Star Destroyer or Star Killer base run, is almost it's been done. It's it it was everything. A lot of this, what they did in that movie was to I think reflect people back to Episode Four on purpose for that feel of nostalgia. I think and to be more relatable to the originals. But I see what you mean. I, I yeah. At least that's I, my I wish they had gone in a whole other direction. A whole with it. fresh they new. Bam. They should have just avoided the giant mega weapon scenario. Yeah. Because it's been done with the Death Star. I agree. They should have... I think just about every other aspect of that movie was delivered pretty well. Yeah. Uh, the story was on point. The plot line... Yeah, it's was, it was all good. It's just those nostalgia pieces just felt too familiar. They... They really hit you upside the head with it. Yeah. When we talk about it, when we do a whole Star Wars episode and stuff, we'll have you on so you can have your opinion on Force Awakens, which I'm sure you and Chris Hawk will get into it. <laughs> oh. I'm sure about that. As long as I'm not on an Avengers one, because I, I'm pretty sure I will cause Chris Hawk the rage. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it. But uh, let's get to the let's get to the main event. Yeah. What we're here to talk about. Welcome to the main event. Now, um, we we went to see this, like we said, with our friend Alberto. We tried to get him on the podcast. He canceled. What the heck, Alberto? Uh, we yeah. Gonna have, we're going to have Joey, our friend Joey, on. You might remember him from our sci-fi episode one where he talked about aliens. Um, he canceled on us. Um, he was He was busy, I guess. But uh, So, just me and George. Or he just uh, decided not to go see the movie. Or that. Or that. He could be playing me. But uh, Chris Hawk was not able to see Blair Witch. Uh, Josh also was not free. So um, the person I went to go see it with, George, wanted, would, wanted to help me talk about it and review it and discuss it. So uh, we're going to talk about uh, Blair Witch. And the first thing we're probably, I'm probably going to ask you a question, George, is uh, what are your expectations? Like, based off of what you've seen in the trailers and... Mostly what you remember from the first one. I'm going to be honest with you. I hadn't really even seen any of the trailers except like maybe a, uh, well, I heard the uh, trailers playing on like an ad on YouTube while yeah, I was yeah, working. Yeah. And you're just like, Whoa, okay. I was given <laughs> the list to choose from on which episode I wanted to be on to discuss everything with. Yeah. Yeah, because we and, wanted you to be on it. We want you yeah. to be part of it. You're our bud. And uh, our bud. Blair Witch was the only one that kind of stood out. Like, I knew it was a movie. I didn't really know much about it. Yeah. But I've always considered myself kind of a master of horror. Because, I mean, I've You just, watch anything, man. Any horror movie any, under the any, sun, yeah. if I it's, have if probably it's seen it. If it's B-movie. Uh, oh, my God. If it's crap or, or if it's, like... Something like a fear, like one of those uh, feast fest, like fear, fear fest, fear fest stuff. Like uh, you know, what I'm talking about those mag, the horror magazine where they talk about yeah. stuff. Like I'm, I'm sure 
that's something that like you would be into like yeah i i just i don't know i've always always been a like a a big fan of like the macabre scene Mm -hmm. and so that of course blair witch made seeing that on the list it, it stood out and i'm like yeah that's that's gonna be the one i'm on and i didn't really look into it once i saw that yeah and once i agreed to the episode so i didn't really know what to expect yeah other than you went in blind yeah other than holy crap they're making another remake (laughs) yeah which like we said before ended up kind of being almost it was not really a remake yeah it was like a follow-up mixed in with a reboot I guess you could say. Yeah, because I guess it was, it was like semi reboot, but it also followed like the first one. Yeah. Well, what were you expecting out of it? Well, um, I was kind of expecting like a like a reboot, um, because that's what it seemed like everybody was talking about was going to be mostly a reboot, and mm-hmm. um, I I only saw the trailer once, and um, I I just thought it'd kind of be crappy. But it was something that I thought we could talk about on the podcast because of how influential uh, the first Blair Witch was. Because right. the first Blair Witch, you know, like was kind of started the whole found footage yeah, thing. Started the whole thing, and then um, it was like scary at the time. You know what I mean? That was oh, yeah. that was legit scary. I mean, I remember as a kid, I that was I, like before uh, CGI ever came into the picture. Oh yeah, it was just straight up. It it. It seemed real. It was all suspense. All suspense. All suspense. And then, um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I, so I kind of, like, I had, like, low expectations, but I also didn't really, like, if I wanted, I had a sense that maybe it could surprise me, because mm-hmm. I also read, I didn't read any reviews, because I don't really like reading reviews for movies before I see them. Right. I aren't really going off of critics, because, like, remember we talked about that yeah. last night, we were like... We're like, who cares what other critics think? Because we're not going to tell people. I ain't going to tell you to go see it. Yeah. Just because I didn't like it. We'll, we'll let you make your own opinion or whatever. But um, As it should be. But from headlines of what I read, it said that it actually is a good successor to um, Blair Witch. So I was getting a little more excited, but I was still kind of like, it could stink. But I, like I said, I remember the first one was legit scared me when I first mm. saw it. Now, yeah. What you got? I, I I forgot what I was gonna say. You're gonna ask me something? No, I was gonna say something about like uh, the original or no about just the whole concept in general of the, like the found footage. Yeah, the the found footage thing. Like I think they've gone way to, way over the top with it. Oh yeah, it's they definitely... they definitely should try to pull away from the whole found footage thing. Yeah, give it a rest for a few years. And then bring it back when the next generation is among us. Mm-hmm. And that way we can, uh, these people, the, some new kids can come up and be like, oh yeah, I just saw this and it was cool. It was like the main character was the guy behind the camera. <laughs> and we can be like, bro, they've been doing that since like the early nineties. It's almost like three D. Like three D now is kind of like the thing. It's kind of like a like thing. But every it's been every movie that's been released, yeah, recently has, has f- had 
3D as an option. Yeah. And it's like, that's okay, random. that's cool, but, like, they're they're trying to take away from the whole, from what 3D was out there for. Yeah. Because the first 3D movie I ever saw was, I think it was Terminator 2. Yeah. And they had every all those things, like, poking out of the screen like it was about to stab you in the y- face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't do that anymore. There may be, like, one or two things that'll jump out at the screen at you, but for the most part, it's just, it's, like... It's visuals. It's just the visual. Yeah, you're just, like, you're watching it, and it's, like, instead of just on a screen, you yeah. feel like you're in the room, There's which nothing is you... cool, I guess, yeah. but... There's nothing unique about it. Like you, no. like you said, when you saw Terminator 2, there's things were like poking it at you. It, it was meant to make it look like it was coming at you or close. It was meant to be like experience. Yeah. But with this, it's more like, it's, it's kind of still an experience, but it's more like, uh, like you said, it's, it's like you're just in a room with them. Or, or it's just the visually to look nice. Exactly. We're kind of getting off topic here yeah 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 but um going into the movie going into the movie spoiler alert what do you what do you think uh generally like just some general thoughts what do you think of the movie like we're overall overall i think it was are, are, are we into the spoiler part yet i mean we could just go into spoilers right now who okay, cares let's do it because um spoiler witch yeah <laughs> I have a very low opinion of modernized horror movies that are coming yeah. out in theaters because it's all been done. It's very hard to come up with something original. And I think Blair Witch is just another example of that. That doesn't go to say I didn't like it. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. The only thing that I wish they would have done differently, I respect that they went with the found footage, even though it's like, yeah. Been beaten to death. <laughs> yeah. But since the original Blair Witch Project was found footage, mm-hmm. I think they did a good job keeping with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they should treat it, because it was like a documentary crew. I the original, sh- yeah. Are you talking about this one? This one was as well. Okay, yeah, If yeah. you remember, the the one chick was like doing a documentary for her class or some shit. Oh, that's right, that's right. I remember that now. Yeah. You would think that these people are trying to make a documentary about all this stuff, and it's like, you would think that they would have somebody who's trained to be able to hold a camera still Mm -hmm. would have the camera. Yeah. But no. I mean, there were a few parts where they were running around through the woods screaming. Oh my goodness. And the camera's just going everywhere, yeah. and you can't see. I I almost threw up. It didn't help that I was a little drunk at the time. Yeah, I had a little uh, extra. You were a lot my drunk. Step. I don't know what you're talking about, but um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like, and they kept uh, cutting back and forth between all the cameras real fast, and then all the cameras are like moving around. I think that's like one of my biggest complaints about this movie is that I I respect that they did found footage, and I understand that when you have like an actual camera that's gonna it's not gonna be perfectly straight but man did they did that like it was just so bad it gave you a headache it gave me a headache yeah i was i was um even birdo said he couldn't like uh when he saw it with us he just was like what is uh, okay this is I, I feel like i'm gonna throw up but like is this so much Make sure we can it was it was just a lot like it was um it it, it was uh 
too shaky at some parts and it, the way it cut back and forth between each of the uh cameras that they had because they had like these weird like bluetooth e cameras like they're small like bluetooth so that they fit in your ear for your phone yeah but they were cameras and then they had like regular cameras too so it just it would just cut back and forth to all these cameras. So they had like at least six cameras per character. And I was like, yeah, you only need one. <laughs> Whereas like in the original, they only had the one camera. Yeah, one or two maybe. I don't probably one. I as as you're saying, I think they might have did just have one. I don't remember. I have to go back and rewatch it, but um, yeah, that that was probably my biggest complaint of the movie. And then I mean. <laughs> It had jump scares, but it didn't really have the jump scares that make most overly studio studio eyes. I guess that's that's where I'm gonna disagree with you. Okay, I think they went way too over the top with the jump scares. Yeah, there's if there's something I hate about horror movies nowadays, it's mm-hmm. most of them are nothing but jump scares. Yeah, the Blair Witch. For the first, I don't know, like 45 minutes of the movie, they were just... Jump scares? It was jump scares. Like, left and right. Uh, They didn't really start getting into a more suspenseful atmosphere until about three quarters of the way in. Yeah. And once that started, then I really started to enjoy it. Like, I did not like the first, like, the first like forty five minutes, forty five minutes to an hour yeah. worth of video. I remember of looking movie. over and seeing you sitting there, and I was like, "Is is he bored? Is he into this? What's going well, on?" Well, since I knew I was doing it for a podcast, I was trying yeah. to get into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah. the most part, it just did not happen. But it definitely does pick up. I think once they, uh, once everything starts hitting the hitting the fan. I think is when it picks up because it's not real like uh, jump scary. I mean, there is a little bit more, uh, a little bit. Oh no, there's jump scares. Yeah, but there's parts where. It's but like, there are. But it's all built up. Yeah. Like, you know what's coming, but you don't know when. Yeah. So they did add an element of suspense into, like the last half hour. Yeah. But. I think they could have done a better job, a much better job building up to it. Yeah. Because there's one, there's another thing I hate about a lot of horror movies nowadays. It's the fact that the build up is so slow. Yeah. What What do you think of the whole like uh, plot line of uh, this was his sister in there because the the one. I, I would say he's the main character, would you? Or the chick is the main character who's filming for her school class. No, it's definitely the guy. Yeah, he... Well, his sister apparently was in the original, um, and he's out there looking for his sister, which is like, what, 20 years later? Well, almost 20 years later. Yeah. It's like it's uh, like 15... 17 years later, and he's out there looking for his sister. I, I'm pretty sure... You should have went out maybe a little bit long, a little bit uh, sooner. Maybe yeah, like ten years ago, you should have been looking for. Her, but um, hey, or maybe I mean, right then. I've never lost like a sibling, so I I don't know what that's like. You know what I mean? True. But what do you think of that whole plot of him trying to find his sister? I think if they were gonna go with that, they should have instead of having it set like in the present day, they should have had it more set 
in the past, like yeah. around the same time where it did happen. Oh, that would have been cool, yeah. And it and by in doing so, they would have cut out ninety percent of the cameras. They probably would have only had like two yeah. or three. And that probably a little been a little more uh, grounded, a little bearable. more yeah, a little more. Probably could have brought a little more uh, horror to it. Does that make sense? Yeah, I you think. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think a lot of the uh, the novelty behind found footage. Yeah. Is I think, I really think they should start like just keeping to one or two cameras. Yeah. And from there. You don't want to overdo it. Because like yeah, because like the thing of it is like you can only see what this character, what this person is seeing. You're not, like. So you you don't know what it, what's coming. You don't know where it's coming from. So it yeah it envelops you in that confusion of what is going on. Mm-hmm. And that I think the way that that last thirty minutes was probably the best part of the movie is because yes. it, it was only the two people basically left. I think. Mm-hmm. So you only really got to saw what they were uh, going through. Going through, yeah. So it wasn't like just you know what I mean all the quick cuts and all the cameras and. Yeah. It was just the two people. I think once they found that house... Yeah, oh, it definitely picked up right there. It was definitely, like... It What's wasn't, gonna happen? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know what to expect from there, because, like... I I don't know. I, li- I liked it. I liked the last half hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, the, the, overall, though, it, it was a decent flick. Yeah. I guess. What was your uh, favorite death? My favorite death was when that uh, the black chick fell out of the tree. Oh, that's right. Because she was trying to get the drone. Yeah. She was trying to get the drone. She climbed the, the tree the... to get the drone, and then it like, hit her hand, and she fell. Yeah. Cause I, she Did was she just get dragged the... away, or was that somebody yeah, else? Yeah, she got dragged away. That's right. That's right. And um, it was just... What was your, as uh, soon as that happened, I was like, "Thank God!" <laughs> yeah, I'm tired of looking at her her infected her foot. nasty infected wounds because she had more than one before she died. Yeah, remember they showed her leg, she pulled up her sock. She had um, yeah, she had like cut her foot <gasps> because they were idiots and walked through a river barefoot. Oh God, yeah. Ugh. She cut her foot, and they showed the infected as cut. They didn't. Ugh. They Something didn't moved like, in it. Remember. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, later on when everything hit the fan, my second favorite death happened and she ran off into the, uh, into the woods. Yeah. What was your and second she... favorite death? The one chick. Oh, yeah. From... With the purple hair. Oh, yeah, and she got, like, bent in half or whatever. Yeah, like, the, the Ashley chick, the, yeah. the black one. Like, grabbed one of the stick figures that was hanging from a tree and, like, broke it in half. Yeah. So she and just, like... the other... And the other chick was just, like... <laughs> bent in yeah. half as well. We're like, and it was like, What? <laughs> what? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> but, um... What was your... And then, like, she ran away... Like, Ashley ran away. Yeah. Tripped over something, and then, like, finally, she, I guess she felt she was safe. Yeah. She pulls up her pant leg or sock or whatever, and it looked like she got shot. Yeah. And there it was, was, like, something sticking out of it, and she, like, 
goes and messes with it, and that white crap just starts. Yeah. Oh god. Then, oh. Nobody wants to see that. You should die. I think my favorite death was the one with the uh, where she got bent in half because it was just so like out of nowhere, you, and we were just nobody like nobody saw it coming. What? <laughs> All three of us were like, what? Yeah. What was um? What was the scariest part for you? The scariest part was when the um, when you first see the witch because I remember you saw it and we didn't we didn't catch it yeah that wasn't the scariest part that was definitely up there though yeah because like I mean she turns around she's like looking through the woods nobody else I think I was the only one in the theater who saw it and like this thing just kind of pops out behind a tree and it looks like a fucking alien or some shit yeah and I remember I just like I Jumped out of the freaking chair. I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and you two were like, what? Did you see anything? And I was like, yes, I saw something. Did you not see that? It was when, like Slender Man. When you, when you saw her in the house, too, chasing them, that was pretty intense. Yeah, but I think the best, like, uh, scary scene was when the uh, documentary girl, the one who was making the documentary, Goes down into the basement of that oh, house. Yeah. And well, because that dude throws her down there. The dude throws her down into this little pit. Yeah. And there's like a tunnel system under it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I thought she was about to get ate. Yeah, I was, really thought she was about to get she, eaten. She, the, the one of the guys that went with them um, ends up hearing... He says he, he... They even talk about it earlier that like... One guy believed he killed like his family and he killed a couple people because he believed that the witch told him to do it. And this guy, that's what basically happens to this guy. So he's like in the house and he's like, she's telling me to die. Or I could hear her in my head. And he like pushes the chick into the basement or whatever. And she sees this hole to climb out of. And it just keeps getting smaller and smaller. And you're just like, oh God. Oh God. Like you start to feel, you, you start to like, I, I was starting to get a little closed, like, yeah. That was a pretty good scene. Um, uh, yeah, that was my favorite. I mean, she ends up getting out, but that, man, that was, I see what you mean. And then she stabbed that guy in the throat. Oh, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> that was She's hardcore. <laughs> Done. Gotta do what you do, gotta do. What'd you think of the way it ended? I think it was appropriate. Yeah. Cause um the the way they were they kept saying like how the witch got to you, she'd manipulate your mind into thinking something else. Mm -hmm. Like the guy who was looking for his sister. Yeah. Like they were, cause I guess if you don't look at her, then you're safe. Yeah. They. So they were like they had their noses in the corner. I'm like, and I remember thinking. This can only last but for so long, because, I, I mean, she's the, a yeah. witch. I remember in the original, that's how you assumed they died, is sitting in the corner. Yeah. At the end. And in this one, they played it off as, as like, it's kind of a twist if you remember the first one. Uh, super spoilers, but they hide in the corner so they don't look at the witch. Yeah. Because if they look at the witch, then boom, they're instantly dead, but... Yeah, I think it was. I think it was a cool little uh, like. Oh, maybe if you go back and watch the original, you see something different. You know. Yeah. But um, th like, I like how 
they showed how she, how the witch lured them into looking at her. Yeah. Because like the guy, like you didn't hear anything, but the guy is all of a sudden hearing his sister. He's trying to talk to his sister, and he turns around. He's dead. He's yeah. gone. Gone. He's like he's not Bye. even dead. He's just not there anymore. Yeah. And then the you start hearing that same guy talking to the girl, but you don't see him anywhere. Mm-hmm. Because she's trying to get through the house just by looking in the screen of the camera and filming yeah. herself. So she doesn't have to look directly at the witch. Yeah. And, like, you you hear Him. the guy saying exactly what he just said to her when they were hiding in the corner. Yeah. And I guess, like, she tricked, the witch tricked her into turning around and looking, and nothing. Yeah. Dead. Done. That was it. You know what's a little weird is uh, some of the footage when she's running up the stairs is... Because she sees herself in the mirror, is when you remember in the, in the beginning, yeah. they it's like it's the same footage, which is like, like what? So can yeah. you see the can the witch? So were they trapped there the whole time, or did they found their own footage? You know what I mean? It's weird. I mean, it, who the heck knows? They in limbo. <laughs> I like I, I I like how they delivered it at, like towards the end there. Yeah, it was it was definitely well 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 done. So I think uh, I think we're pretty much done talking about Blair Witch. I yeah, mean, there's not there's, much really more. There's not really, much more I can yeah. say about it. Um, so we'll give our grades. Uh, George, you actually have a special uh, grading system. It's not the Chris Taku grade, but it's a beer money grade. It's the beer money grade. And uh, first, I'll just I'll give mine so we can <laughs> save yours. Right into that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I'd probably give this maybe a, a six, maybe a six point. Nah, I keep it at maybe a six point five out of ten. Cause like I said that like you said, that last thirty minutes is it's like I mean, even though the the forty five minutes before that is kinda like, uh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um but the the way those deaths happen and then the the scariness and then how it builds towards that end is is in that last thirty minutes, I thought um save the movie. Right. From itself, in my opinion. So, I mean, in my opinion, I give it a 6.5 out of 10. Um, if I had to get a, give a Chris Taku grade for it, I'd say uh, he usually tells you, like, must-see or what, must-rent or something. Um, mm-hmm. Honestly, I don't know what Chris Taku would give it. And Chris Taku, I can't do that. That's not my grading uh, system. I give it a 6.5 out of 10. Uh, my my grading system is going to be a little bit different than that. Right. Um, Describe your grading system. Imagine you have a 12-pack. 12-pack <laughs> of beer. 12-pack of beer. A nice 12-pack Bud Light, whatever you want to drink. My grading system is going to be a certain amount of those 12 beers, depending on how many beers it will take me to get through that movie. <laughs> yeah. So, in other words, the lower the number, the better. Okay. Because, I mean, if I only need one beer to get through a movie, that means it's pretty good. It's got me interested. I don't want to get up to get another beer. Yeah. The Uh, more beer you're trying to... The more beer I'm trying to get so (laughs) drunk that it's just good. (laughs) So, I'm going to give this one three beers. Three beers? Out of 12. Okay. Just because that first 45 minutes was just nothing but build-up. Yeah. That would have been... All my time to just get up, go get another beer. Yeah. 
if they serve beer in a movie theater. They should really do that. Somebody should do that. I think AMC does that now. Not that I'm aware of. They close it at a certain regal. time. I don't know. It that uh, I don't know. Yeah. No, there is a bar in Regal. Or oh, not really? Regal. AMC. AMC. There yeah, is yeah. that bar off in the corner, but Yeah, I thought so. Irrelevant. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so uh, so you give it three beers out of twelve. Three beers out of twelve. <laughs> Means it was a good movie, but it wasn't the best movie. Okay. Okay. So uh those are our grades for uh Blair Witch. Uh if that makes you um want to see it, go ahead and see it. The if that makes you want to rent it, whatever, um, make your uh, make your own choice. For DVD. Wait for the DVD. That's what I would say. Okay. So uh, let's. Uh, you got a weekly recommend, George? What do you What do you want? What do you What are you talking about here? So every uh, episode, me and Chris Hawk, or almost every episode, we have a weekly recommend. So it's <coughs> something new that we watch, something that we played, like video game wise. Something we've listened to music-wise. Um, we haven't done music in a while, I don't think. But um, it's whatever you've been into during the week that you think you could recommend to other people. Is basically what it is. So, do you have a weekly recommend? We don't have to have a weekly recommend. It's up to you. I mean, if you've been watching something, listening to something. I do actually have something. It's um that uh that cartoon, The Batman. Yeah. I've been watching a lot of that lately, and like it, I I really think that since the original like 1990s cartoon, the animated series, it, it's, yeah, it's it's definitely. On I watched point. the first couple episodes because I remember you said you watched some of it and you thought it was really good. I was like, I'm gonna, you know what, I'll give it a chance, and I I did like what I was watching. It, mm-hmm. It's it's pretty good. It's a lot darker. Yeah, it's it's. The same level of darkness that you want to see. It in has Batman. like a comedy element to it because it is a cartoon, but it, yeah, it, but it has a, a it does have a gritty a grittier uh, feel than than most of the recent Batman movies we or cartoons we've seen. Mm-hmm. So that's your weekly recommend, the Batman. Yeah, the Batman. It's on Netflix, right? It is on Netflix. So boom, you can watch it on Netflix if you got the Netflix. Also, I I got a second recommend. What is it? Should I uh, go on to iTunes and check out Audiogasm? Oh yeah, check check out uh, George's uh, podcast, also co-starring uh, me. <laughs> and uh, the first episode also has uh, Josh, who's part of Cinema Seven, on it. Not not sure if he's going to be a permanent member, but we'll definitely bring him back around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he definitely has good conversations about music, and um, mm. I I more so than me, but uh, I do my best because I'm into a lot more. I have a lot more variety of music. But uh, check out uh, George's podcast. Check out Audiogasm. It's on SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, my weekly recommend is uh, I'm gonna do a uh, a one I've already s- I bo- said I believe it's uh, the Wailing. It's uh, it's on you c- if it's on the Xbox Video. It's uh, it probably is anywhere digitally, but it's a Korean horror movie. Mm-hmm. Um about when it first starts off it kind of feels like a crime drama cuz they're trying to figure out like how this this guy killed his, his family or killed the, I believe it's a I think he he killed his family but then they start like bringing that supernatural horror element into it cuz they're like well everything did start to happen since this uh Japanese guy showed up in our village or whatever and after that it just gets real like supernatural and paranormal and um there's some horror element in into it. it it's just um, 
it's mind blowing. It's it has it's very tragic. Um, it makes you think. It's all that. It's called the Wailing. W A I L I N G. So if you didn't see it when I recommended it before, definitely check it out. And you say it's on Xbox Video? Yeah, it should be on Xbox Video. Um, Is it on which, Netflix? It's not on Netflix. It's only okay. on the uh, Xbox Video that I saw, which makes me think it should be anywhere digitally. Right. But, I mean, if you don't mind subtitles and you want to, like... It, it's like a movie that kind of leaves you up to... Um, kind of leaves... Uh, like the ending leaves up to um, assumptions, I guess, is mm-hmm. what I'm trying to say. Cause it's got an open end. In a way, yes. Because like, they tell you one thing in the movie, but then you find out something, and then you're kind of like, wait, but what? Like, could they be bad? Could they be good? Could they be evil? Who, who's, you know what I mean? Like, who's evil? Who's good here? Um, like, who is Snoke? Yeah, who is Snoke? Mace Windu? No, it's a figment of Kylo Ren's imagination. <laughs> it's a figment. He's projecting as a figment of imagination. But yeah, that's my weekly Actually, recommend. Uh, Again. That... Uh, Snoke is not uh, football related. <laughs> it's not football related. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so uh, now uh, we're going to do one last segment, and it's um, me and Chris Hawk have recently started doing it, and we kind of we like it. And I, and I thought it would be interesting to do it with you, George. Uh, oh. We call it the final word. So what we do is we name, we say one word based off of everything we talked about. And, uh, or what word pops in your head when you think about this thing. So uh, let's start off with uh, Ghost in the Shell teasers. Stupid. (laughs) Uh, Optimistic, I'm going to say. John Wick 2 director saying John Wick 2 has more action. Epic. (laughs) Excited. Um, Power Rangers poster. Meh. Um, I don't know what I would say for that. I, I, I don't think of anything, so nothing. Um, that'd be my word. Nothing. Blair Witch. This is alright. This is alright. Alright. All, all right is my word. I can drink to that. So, uh, that concludes, uh, Cinema 7, uh, with, uh, my special guest, Beer, uh, beer Money George Gleick. Yo. So um, look us up on iTunes. Look at us up on SoundCloud. Check out uh, Twitter for Cinema Seven underscore Podcast. And They're coming to take me away